0: Good evening and welcome to Nighttime Mental Prayer with Shalone Kayson. Today's topic is the way, the truth, the life. Before we begin, make sure you hit the like button. It takes a millisecond. It takes a such an inconsequential amount of time, and it would really help me a lot. So please hit the like button and after you're done with that, hit the share button so that this video can be shared with someone you know who might benefit from it. Thank you so much. And we're going to start with our enlightenment prayer in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. My God, I firmly believe that Thou art everywhere present and seest all things. Cleanse my heart from all vain, wicked, and distracting thoughts. Enlighten my understanding and inflame my will, that I may pray with reverence, attention, and devotion. Give me light to know my faults and grant me grace to be truly sorry for my sins. Today's quote is from the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 6. I am the way and the truth and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. And we're just going to reflect on this quote for a short while. And here's the quote again, I am the way and the truth and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. All right, moving on to our reflection, I want you to sit quietly and consider this. How could you have been more faithful to Jesus today? Here's the quote. I am the way and the truth and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. How could you have been more faithful to Jesus today? Here's the reflection. How could you have been more faithful to Jesus today? And the quote, I am the way and the truth and the life. No man cometh to the father, but by me. How could you have been more faithful to Jesus today? moving on to our next reflection how does jesus make your life better here's the quote i am the way and the truth and the life no man cometh to the father but by me how does jesus make your life better Here's the reflection. How does Jesus make your life better? In the quote, I am the way and the truth and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. How does Jesus make your life better? going to move on to our Thanksgiving prayer. Almighty and eternal God, I adore thee and I thank thee for all the benefits which thou in thy infinite goodness and mercy has conferred upon me. And moving on to our resolution, the most important part of mental prayer, the thing that makes it so efficacious and so beneficial is that we are not only reflecting on some spiritual topic in this in today's case the gospel but we are also resolving to change our lives based on that information that enlightenment we received from the holy spirit so based on this reflection we should resolve to avoid every sin we possibly can however we should especially resolve to avoid one particular deadly sin and there are seven of them now some people might say well i know for a fact i have a particular sin that i'm dealing with i'm dealing with xyz and it would be good to try to avoid that however every sin comes from one of these seven deadly sins so you could go to the bottom for example if you're trying to cut a tree down you could go and cut off each branch one by one and then cut the tree down or you could go to the root the base of the tree and start chopping at the trunk these seven deadly sins are trunks of sin they eat they each have their own tree where all the little sins branch off you might have a sin that you're dealing with that isn't exactly one of these seven deadly sins but i tell you for a fact that that sin comes from one of these deadly sins So i'm going to go through them real quick and you can think about which one might be the best for you to avoid tomorrow during your daily goings-on so we have lust envy also known as jealousy gluttony greed also known as materialism wrath uh, or anger pride and sloth which is also known as laziness so based on this reflection i would say a good choice is pride because Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. There is no other way and it is pride and only pride that makes us feel like there might be another way. Well, maybe these people um, can get to heaven if they are good people. Well, that's not what Jesus says here. He says he is the way. He's not one particular way based on many different ways. He's the way. And if anybody gets to heaven who isn't a Christian, a follower of Jesus Christ and of his teachings, exactly how he taught them, then that then here's my take. The only way someone would get to heaven who is, let's say, a Muslim or let's say an atheist or um, uh, or maybe somebody who practiced witchcraft. And hey, take it with a grain of salt, because like I said, this is just my take, but Uh, someone would have to be on their deathbed or maybe they just died and as we know or maybe you don't know there is a moment between life and death where maybe the pulse is stopped or the brain activity is stopped but the person might not be technically dead there might be still some activity but we can't see it from a medical standpoint there could be a split second between when you're fully alive And when your body's fully alive and your body's fully dead, a split second, God does not work in time. So he could stretch that millisecond, that tiny moment, and give the person another opportunity to accept Christ, kind of like a lucid dream or maybe like a vision. But here's the problem. If someone didn't accept Christ in life, it is going to be If they get that opportunity, like a second, third or whatever you call it, chance, then it will be much more difficult for them to accept him at that moment. If you've been accepting Christ every day of your life and and Christ appears in that split moment, then it'll be very easy to just run into his arms and just say, you know, um, and to just fall down on your knees. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word. And my soul shall be healed. It will be very easy to say that if you've been saying it over and over all your life. So, yes, Jesus has a way to save those who don't follow him. But you really have to think of it this way. And this is why evangelization is important. You have to think of it this way. If you haven't been accepting something, for example, uh, if you are a mover and you move furniture around and every time your partner comes to say hey um you need help with that couch no i don't need help you need help with that couch and no, i don't need help you're healthy you're strong you can move this couch on your own once you actually hurt your arm for example i don't know in a boating accident you come back to work and the guy's like hey do you need help you know your arm is hurt you know that you can't lift the couch by yourself but it is ingrained in you deny the help i'm strong enough that's pride right there so you're not going to accept the help you are gonna say no i don't need help even though you know for a fact that your arm is throbbing in pain you can't lift the couch on your own but you're going to do it anyway you're going to hurt yourself more why'd you do that it doesn't make any sense (coughs) the point i'm getting at is if you're not accepting christ every day of your life then you're not going to accept him on your deathbed even if he expands that moment between life and death and gives you another opportunity. And I'm sure that he will. He's giving everyone a chance. Hey, I know in life you didn't really know me, but here's your chance to accept me. You lived in the Amazon in the middle where nobody has ever gone. They don't know your tribe exists and you lived off the land. You don't know about phones and TV, whatever. But here I am. Here's my teaching. Do you accept it? Maybe some people will. Maybe some people won't, it will depend on pride. Do I know more than this person who is appearing or am I gonna accept what he's telling me? So pride is a good deadly sin to avoid and pride is the ultimate deadly sin. You could really just work on pride just your whole life, and not worry about any other deadly sin and you will become such a better person. Pride is the sin that made Satan fall from grace. Pride is the ultimate deadly sin. We're gonna move on because I've waxed eloquent on this far too much. A Resolution. My God, I offer thee these resolutions, unless thou deignest to bless them. I cannot be faithful to them. And visit, we beseech thee, O Lord, this habitation, and drive far from it all the snares of the enemy. Let thy holy angels dwell herein to keep us in peace. And may thy blessing be always upon us. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, thy Son, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, thank you and God bless. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the bell if you're on YouTube. Tell them you want all notifications or else they won't show you these videos, which come out every Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Share this video or podcast if you're a podcaster. And leave a review on iTunes if you are a podcast listener. Thank you. Follow me on social media at ShalomKason1. Also go to sdkason.com for free meditations and Catholic quotes. And if you wanted to support us, we have our shop, which has posters, stickers, shirts, mugs, bags, uh, water bottles, all kinds of stuff. And we also have prayer books as well. Check all that and more out at sdkason.com. Until next time, stay holy, my friends.